Need more time? Want more from your business and your life? Welcome to the Simple Life Habits Podcast, where, where, where you'll learn how to work less, do more, and live your life with greater focus. Now, now, now. here's your host, Jonathan Milligan. So how do you know if you're burned out? And if you are, how do you recover? Well, in this episode, I'm going to be talking about five burnout symptoms and how you can specifically recover. But first, this podcast is brought to you by the EverFocus system for creatives. It's a simple time management system you can use with Evernote. It's ideal for creative professions such as bloggers, writers, teachers, pastors, speakers, and entrepreneurs. You can check out the entire course outline at jonathanmilligan.com. So let's jump into today's topic. Have you ever experienced burnout? Maybe right now you're feeling that sense of overwhelm and things are spinning out of control and you just can't seem to catch up. I often tell my wife when I start feeling this that I wish I had a remote control because everything around me feels like it's on fast forward and I'm in slow motion and I just want to be able to hit the pause button. Well, it's one thing to feel burnout when you're working in a job you do not care for. Obviously, there's some signs and symptoms there that are going to tell you that you need to be aggressively looking for a job or work that you love. But it is entirely different when you begin to feel the same burnout with something you are passionate about. You see, when we're passionate about our work, we can have a tendency to push forward and ignore those warning signs. So regardless of where you are today... I want to give you five burnout symptoms that you need to be aware of. And then at the end, I'm going to give you four practical ways that if you're feeling a little bit of burnout, overwhelm, that you can overcome it. And it's things that I've gone to over and over again when I feel that sense of burnout. So first, let's talk about some of the symptoms. The first one, an obvious one that tells you that you're probably burned out, is fatigue. Now, this is probably the most noticeable one of all the burnout symptoms I'm going to share with you today. Uh, And you know this because you are just physically beat. You are tired throughout the day. You know you've not been sleeping well. And you're probably agitated at every little thing. You're short-fused in your relationships. And honestly, sometimes when you just feel that fatigue, I remember a quote that has stuck with me, and I can't remember who originally stated the quote, but it goes like this. Sometimes the most productive thing you can do is get some rest. And that may be what you need to do, is just go ahead and decide that although it's not normal for you, you're going to get into bed or settle into bed early, like 930 Maybe be asleep by 10. Do something radically different. I can't tell you the power of just getting some physical rest. That full eight hours of rest. When's the last time that happened for you? But fatigue is obviously a sign that you're just, you're burned out right now. You're just mentally spent, you're physically tired, and you're burned out. Another one's depression. You know, it's, it's often harder to see depression than you might realize because it's an internal emotion. 
we often don't pay attention to the thoughts that we're thinking on a regular basis. And especially when enough of those thoughts are negative. And this could be true, especially for those of you out there that you work alone a lot. Maybe you work alone or you work at home and, you know, those thoughts, those negative thoughts, they can sneak up on you quickly because you don't have the distractions. You don't have the ability to, to talk it out with somebody else nearby. You need to be aware of those negative thoughts that can pile up and build up in your life. Awareness is really one of the keys. Number three, stress. Now, if you are high-wired about every little thing, then watch out. If your moods can switch quickly, then you're stressed. If people are avoiding you, then you're allowing stress to rule and manage your life. Now, this is something else that we often don't really see. And sometimes people have to point it out to us like, hey, you need to relax or take a deep breath because we begin when we start feeling out of control, we immediately try to kick into gaining control. And what happens oftentimes is we try to control the things that we cannot control and that brings stress into our life. One of the most beautiful things you can learn to do right now today is let go of the things that you cannot control. So stress. Stress is a big burnout symptom in our life. Another one that might surprise you, but it's true, is boredom. Now, your personality can play a big role here, but an example is if you're a free spirit and you you love variety in your life, uh, and you spend a lot of time in a super structured environment, that's going to wear on you. It can stress you out, even to the place of boredom. Because everything around you is predictable for you. You know, the truth is, for a lot of us, is we need a balance of both. We need a little bit of unpredictability, but we also need something that is predictable and sure. So oftentimes boredom can come into your life if the scales have tipped one way or the other. And then the last burnout symptom is frustration. And here's the question that I want you to ask right now. If you're feeling a little bit of overwhelm, you're feeling some stress in your life, you're feeling that things are out of control, that you're not on top of things like you want to be, I want you to ask this one question. Do I have unrealistic expectations? Do I have unrealistic expectations? See, frustration often comes in our life because we thought we would be further along than we are right now. We thought a situation would be further along than it is right now. We have these expectations, and when they're not met, we have this underlying sense of frustration. And constant frustration with yourself and others can lead to burnout. And again, it could be that control factor. Maybe you want control and you're just in a period of life, you're in a season of life where it's kind of spinning out of control. There's things that are beyond your control. 
Okay, so now that we've talked about some of those, and maybe you've been able to raise your hand, maybe you say, I just, I raised my hand on all five. That is the level I'm at. Or maybe you said, I really identified with the boredom. Or I really feel like it's fatigue for me. Or, you know, the depression, those negative thoughts have been piling up and I haven't really been aware of it. Well, regardless if you're one or five, let me just share with you some ways you can recover from burnout. So if you're feeling any of those burnout symptoms I just mentioned, then just try a few of these tips on how to recover from burnout. Number one, sharpen the saw. Now, this is a timeless truth. It comes from one of the best time management, life management books that are out there, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. But oftentimes, when the burnout comes, you just need some time for you. Sharpening the saw is anything that relates to the spiritual, the physical, and the mental side of you. Those burnout symptoms come because we give and we don't receive. We have expectations and they're not met. And so what we need to do is go back to sharpening the saw. So you want to take some time for exercise, reading a book at the park, writing in your personal journal, spending time with God, doing those things that fill your energy bucket back up. We all get depleted in our energy and our battery life, and we need to fill it back up. And that's what sharpening the saw can do for you. Number two, another tip, and I talk about this a lot because I believe it's so important in the day that we live in, especially this always-on digital age that we're in, and that is you have to learn to take a technology fast. Now, like I mentioned before, I try to do this once a week. I take a 24-hour complete break from technology. And I do that because I, I spend my week working on the computer, blogging, writing, uh, doing webinars, creating products, courses, emailing, creating podcasts, and then there's social media, there's Facebook, there's staying in touch with people. And we just live today in this always-on digital age. That doesn't mean that we just take it and we get rid of it all, but it means we have to learn how to take a Sabbath from technology. And you need to allow yourself to totally unplug from the computer, from your iPhone, from technology in general. Now, for me, this usually starts at noon on Saturday and goes until Sunday evening. And typically, sometime in Sunday evening, I'll jump back into my computer and I'll start planning for my week ahead. Um, but when I say unplug, I mean not checking emails, not chattering on Twitter, not looking on Facebook, not doing any of those things. And I can't tell you what that does for taking a Sabbath from technology. Because we, I believe, sometimes we feel such tension because we're just always engaged and we need to unplug. 
So give that a try this week. If you've never tried it, I think you'll find it to be incredibly rewarding. Number three, here's another tip for you. Spend a day with someone you love. Look at your calendar right now and decide when is the next reasonable time and hopefully sooner than later that I can just spend the day out with the people that I love. And the goal is just to spend time with them and not have an agenda. Maybe that is includes spending the day at the park. Um, it could be the beach if you're close enough. Maybe you could even go camping. I know for me, when I was talking a few seconds ago about the technology fast, one of my trips this year, this past year, that I enjoyed the most was going to a campground for three days with my family, and I called it a no-technology trip. We didn't take our iPods. We didn't take any iPads. There were no computers. There was no checking email or Facebook. We just enjoyed getting out in nature, enjoying a campfire, a hike in the woods, uh, paddle boating around in the lake, and just getting away from technology altogether. Because if you're like me, and you, and this again is the digital age we live in, it's not uncommon for you to be sitting around in the evening and your whole family is holding a technology device and they're engaged in it. We text each other in our own house. We um, communicate through the devices on a regular basis. That is the day and age that most of us live in. And you need that time to really be intentional about engaging in relationships. And that's what spending a day with someone you love does. You just you go out, go shopping, have no agenda, and just enjoy one another. This can do more to revive your soul than anything. And then finally, my last tip for you is to connect with your spiritual side. Spend some intentional time reading the Bible, thinking, praying. Journal to God the frustrations that you're feeling, the aggravations, the sense of restlessness, and let Him know how you're feeling. And when you do that, you get to a place of rest. But most importantly, make sure that you are aware of the burnout symptoms that can creep into your life. When you do discover one of the symptoms we mentioned above, take immediate action to get yourself back on track. Well, that's it for this episode of The Simple Life Habits. As always, I'm so grateful for those of you who tune in each week, and I love to get feedback. So feel free to email me, contact me. Just go over to jonathanmilligan.com and reach out to me personally. Teresa recently said, Hi, Jonathan. It seems to me that all your podcasts are not only helpful, but you deliver in a way that people can relate. I'm a subscriber of your blog and podcast. Matter of fact, I listen to your podcast every morning. Thanks and God bless. Thank you, Teresa. That's such an encouragement to me. And it helps me to know that this is being useful and helpful as I share with you the things that I do in my own life that help me. 
I'm just along in the journey with you guys, but I want to share the things that help me. Maybe they can be a blessing to you. I'd also be grateful for those of you listening, if you'd rate the podcast on iTunes, uh, it definitely helps with getting the podcast more visible. I actually had a friend of mine send me a screenshot that showed an arrow pointing to the Simple Life Habits podcast that it was in her What's Hot list in iTunes. Very cool. But if you've already rated the podcast and you've been a subscriber for a while, thank you so much. I'm so grateful. So until next time, go start something small. It just might make a big difference.